welcome to an episode of, of Pod Burglars with your. It's I'm here, and it's my. Uh, this is a special edition. We are featuring uh, this episode. It'll. We were going to do a, a special recording episode. Um, this time, I'm joined by Ben. Uh, hi, I'm glad to be your special guest today. Yeah, and uh, here on our on my cell phone, going over the phone lines, we've got Matt Kessler. Hey, Matt. Thanks, Nick. Glad to be here. What a episode of specials this is going to be. Finally, an, an hour-long podcast tribute to Alexander Graham Bell. Was he the original selfie? Yes, I think he was the original selfie. Did he invent Snapchat, if you think about it? If you really think about it, did Alexander Graham Bell invent sex? <laughs> um, hey, uh, hey, Matt! Real quick, uh, who's your favorite station playing all the hottest hits and all the number one jams? Okay, one zero eight seven Popburgers. Popburgers. Okay, so in sometime in the nineteenth century. That's 1800s if you're a total fucking idiot out there, you stupid idiot. Why didn't you learn anything in school that was useful, like what centuries are, you dork? Alexander Graham Bell invented the internet. Oh, we're still talking about that. But okay. the, yeah, but the government shut him down because the internet was too great and threatened the power of the presidency because it re-enfranchised the Indians. Were the Indians the original hackers? You tell me that they were. Because they were. <laughs> tell them that, because it's the fact. Um, and when does the Lolly Lule Lo get involved? Uh, That's what Sopa was. Yeah. And Pipa was Mel Way. I think it was the Sopa, the Pipa, and the Santa Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You are on... Fire.exe tonight, Nick. It's going to be all Thanksgiving-themed jokes, so hold, strap in, guys. It's Oh, man. We so, are stuffed to the brim with so Thanksgiving now, humor. So, I, so cut to today. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Don't you more like to this. What? More like pumpkin pot. Because you can store things in the pumpkin. It makes a good pot. It's a storage jar. Oh, I thought you were suggesting you were high on pumpkin pot. <laughs> Seasonal. <laughs> so, Hang which, on. which, which, I, which, oh, he's going to smoke out of his pee bong. Wait, what? Why are you talking about tea bongs? Which holiday like, do you think owns the pumpkin? Is it, is, I, I mean, it's Halloween. Halloween, but what about pumpkin pie? That's just, I mean, we take your leftover pumpkins from Halloween and scoop them into a pie. That seems like yeah, this, this has got to be an episode of Extreme Cheapskates where they do that, right? <laughs> more like Extreme Pumpkin Cakes. Yeah. It, I'm glad the more like humor has so. survived over the telephone. Yeah. What's weird, though, is that In about fact, half the time I can't hear what comes after more like, <laughs> and I'm happier for it. So it, it's a trade-off in a way. <laughs> We're trying to do the first world's first asynchronous podcast. This is our easily our most comprehensive episode yet because it really highlights just how little interaction 
it takes yeah. to make a podcast happen. I think we're at the point now where the only thing we haven't tried is recording completely separately and stitching them together in one episode. It wouldn't be that different. Yeah, no, let's just do a totally yeah, asynchronous absolutely. pod regulars. Yeah, that's, you're right. That's the solution. Uh, there's so many wires it right could- now. In this room. You'll in know. communication theory, there there was this old sort of theoretical framework for communication which argued that face-to-face interpersonal interaction was the most comprehensive kind of communication you had. Every other communication medium, by removing some aspect that was critical to face-to-face interaction, you would lose meaning with each element of face-to-face communication you remove. So with letters, you couldn't hear the person. Over the phone, you can't see gestures or read movements. But with pod burglars, you don't lose anything. No. That was the first thing... Every- that was the first deep thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Yeah. Real, some realness. We just had to remove one element of our conversation. Yeah, the fidelity. <laughs> we already removed the fidelity from the conversation, but now we've removed the fidelity of the audio. Um, now if we can just remove those pesky jokes, we'll finally be on to something. Jokes! Um, hey Matt, did you see all the different Persona things that happened? Whoa boy! Whoa boy! Whoa boy, boy, boy! He's got a live soundboard over there, it's impressive. He's got the Tim and Eric yeah, soundboard. Right. <laughs> I mean, those announcements really made my bub bubs bounce, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. You know, when you have a soundboard, it kind of defeats the purpose to just say the thing instead yeah. of actually play the sound. Big bounce now. How about now? Remember, hey, hey, uh, remember hey. when, what's his name, Duke Nukem would talk about how he has balls of steel? Let's hear yeah. that, and then I hit play on the soundboard. This is what my prank calls Balls of steel! Which Persona game do you give the biggest uh, and the littlest poop about? I give the most poop about Persona 5 because they didn't show anything. As far as I know, they're making the game this year. That's what I like to believe. They've just been chillaxing since 2008. They forgot. (laughs) Yeah. They're getting money and they're like, shit, wait. What did we do again? I like to believe the other way that they weren't getting money. And they was like, no, you make a game. It's an exchange for goods and services. And they're like, lay off my case, will you, Daddy Sega Atlas Yakuza? I'm too busy making it happen. I've got my YouTube show. You know what's funny is you kind of called the whole, um, you were, you were talking, uh, like a few episodes back about how Catherine was, they were saying it was them getting, like the Persona team getting used to that generation of hardware and now the new generation's out. And Persona 5 is a fucking PS3 game that's coming out in 2015 here. Yeah, you got, you that got, is... It's so great. Persona Persona 4 came out in 2008. Remember, that's the same year Metal Gear Solid 4, GTA 5, Fallout seven year GTA difference. 4, right? There's going to be a seven-year difference between Persona 4 and Persona 5 wow. in America. Yeah. Holy crap. Been, uh, that is insane. I mean, even if you want to say, oh, they took a few years off to work on Catherine. Like, how long does it take to make block puzzles? How long does it take to make box puzzles and a little transphobia? Like, really? Does it take five years? Do you think they've, do you think they've learned anything though? Do you think there's going to be? Did you see, did you see the Persona, uh, Ultimax footage with Shadow Kanji? And he is 
going even harder into that sort of Japanese homosexual stereotyping. You know what I thought they was really cool? nothing. For the first time ever, I played a Japanese game that had a gay character in it, and it didn't it didn't piss me off. <laughs> it was um it was Leighton Brothers, and I was solving a crime, and there was like a gay dude who worked at the radio station, and he totally wasn't the criminal, and I was like so shocked and excited that he actually didn't really factor into the case at all, and was not evil, and was not like. I thought it was going to be some awful thing where he was the murderer. He, he wasn't an interior decorator. Yeah, he was just like a dude who worked at the radio station who was like gay, but like cool. <laughs> he wasn't. Like, I'm so, a, Japan just realized, I guess, earlier this year that you could be gay and and not like a murderer and not be some sort of deviant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I, he, he I, and I and, yeah. And no matter how awkward you think that is in English, like it is a bit of incredible restraint compared to the Japanese bullshit. Like, go watch the episode of the Persona 4 anime featuring Kanji, and then pull your eyes out of your nose. Yeah. And then you have nose eyes, because you don't want to smell what those eyes are seeing. That shit sucked. I wonder what eyes smell like. I don't wonder that. (laughs) And then they're making a dancing game for the Vita. Yeah. That trailer, man. Uh, Nick just showed me that trailer. Oh my gosh. It, the, he pointed out it looks like a parody of a Japanese video yeah, game. Yeah, it feels like uh, just the narration of that trailer is so goofy that it, it feels... If South Park did that, I'd be like, that's fucked up and racist, South Park. Unbelievable! If they did that same thing word for word, I'd be like, South Park. No, they don't do that. They don't fuck up their English that way. Could you imagine the step? You genius! And it's not... It doesn't look like an RPG at all. Like... Or a satirical music game. It just looks like house remixes of Persona 3 and 4 music. Which is cool. I like that music, but like... I mean, actually, wait, is there game. even Persona 3 stuff in there? I think so. I mean, that announcer sounds like the guy from the Persona 3 battle music anyway. Yeah. Like, he's a very specific kind of western-sounding Japanese rap is is the, is the all over Persona 3. Mm. Uh I'm down for that That's game. So Although like, the, the little bit of gameplay they showed looked a little bit shitty. I'm not going to lie. It looked like a Wendon yeah, it, it, or Rhythm Heaven. Or, what, had, or what's it called? Uh, uh, Elite Beat Agents if you were doing button presses uh, instead of tapping. It, it doesn't even look as good as Hatsune Miku. That's how bad it looks. Yeah. What's like, really crazy like, is... Those hot, even why the character models don't look that as are good. tied to random parts of the screen when it's on the Vita, which you could just touch the screen? Why, like, why are they not making Elite Beat Agents, but with Persona characters is what I'm trying to Why find. are they not making Elite Beat Agents? You could have ended it there. I why guess, aren't they yeah. making Elite Beat Agents? Yo, the fucking, uh, the guy who who makes, uh, at, at Inus, the, the Elite Beat Agents guy, he has this iOS game called Demon Score. Um... And it's got the craziest microtransaction model ever. So the game is, like, basically Elite Beat Agents. It, and it's, like, four bucks or whatever. And it's really crazy Unreal Engine, beautiful graphics for a rhythm game. Really, really weird. Um, but there's this bizarre thing where, like, every time you want to play a new level and progress in the story, you have to play... You choose a costume, and that costume is tied to a certain song. And you only get one costume by default. So every time you want to play level one, you play... That song, that costume song, and then level one, then that costume song, then level two, and then that costume song. So basically, unless you pay microtransactions to unlock new costumes that have new songs, you have to play... Every other song you play is the same song. Because that's you traveling, like, you travel to the boss battle or whatever using that cost. It's really, really weird and shady. 
So there's just one so-, so when you pay $4, you get one song? No, you get one costume that has one song associated with it, and then there's like a narrative progression that has other songs, but bet- basically oh. to get to a level, you have to travel there by playing that one song. So, so I, every other song is that or, one yeah, song. by default. And it's a, it's not a free game. <laughs> by default, every other song is that you, one song. You said it was $4. I mean, that's $4. I think so. I think it was like 4 bucks. That, that's not cheap for an iPhone game. No. Uh, Demon Score is no. really weird. Um, I mean, for that kind of money, you can unlock some Dragon Eggs and Crimson Dragon and, like, buy some cars in Forza or, or some, some uh, experience in Rise. Boost, yeah. Or you could buy, like... 400 hero coins. I'm playing a lot more Marvel puzzle plus. Still, still liking it? Still. Oh, I, I spent $11 on that game. And I think I'm not spending any more because I'm like where I want to be. Mm. But yeah. I'm, Did you feel good doing it? I felt good spending the $10. So like I spent, it was two microtransactions, one $10 one and one $1 one. I felt good about the $10 one. I'm like, I want to support this game. I've played it a lot. I can see myself playing it a lot more in the future. It's going to get me a lot of cool stuff. I'm going to do $10. And then one night, there was a PvP thing, and there was like 20 minutes left, and it, I was like, I needed to finish in the top 25, and I was like, number 26, and I knew if I spent one more dollar, oh, man. I would have just enough health packs to recover my dudes and get one more victory in, so I'd do it. And I felt really shitty about that one. But it was only a dollar, and I haven't done it. That story Again. just made so many free-to-play developers so happy. <laughs> you, the exact psychological situation they wanted to put Oh, in. it was the worst. I knew exactly yeah, what yeah. I was doing, too. Like, I They're just, popping so much champagne. They're just like, oh, yep. nailed it. They're buying $1 worth of champagne. Yeah. It's a Dixie cup. <laughs> is Wait, uh, but the, the game part of that game is fun? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like the puzzle quest you know and love, but this time you have a Which team of three. Which puzzle quest? Puzzle Quest 1 or Puzzle Quest 2? Because I, I can go for either. I didn't play Puzzle Quest 2. You know what they say? Puzzle Quest 2 the is like... Puzzle Quest you know is better than the Puzzle Quest you don't. Puzzle Quest 2 is like Diablo. You're like going through dungeons and unlocking mm. equipment. Okay, as no, opposed like to one. In, okay, so it's more like the RTS where you're conquering lands. Yeah, there's like a... a like, there's a plot line about the Green Goblins assembling the, the Dark Avengers and... You have to go... Wait, the, the main bad guy is the Green Goblin? Well, it's Norman Osborn, not as the Green Goblin. Oh, so it's the only thing lamer than the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah, a dude in so a suit who was the Green Goblin. So it's a fake Lex Luthor? Yeah, basically. And, like, Nick Fury's like, hey, Avengers, we gotta go stop them from getting this super ISO, which is the currency. Bring your jewels. You're gonna need your jewels on this one if you're gonna defeat Norm... Osborne's clones and fighters and mutants. But what's what's neat stuff. about it is it's got some really obscure stuff in it. Like it has Bagman, and Bagman is when Spider-Man joined the Avengers, he put a bag over a paper bag over his head and cut out eye holes and became Bagman. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and so you can play as Bagman. I like that. That sounds good. Yeah. So it's got some neat stuff. Are you um, watching uh, Agents of Shield at all? No. No. I just finished watching a bus, bus Whedon, Josh, we- Joss, I Justin Whedon, Justin Weaver show. Uh, uh, bu- Justin that's what it teaches you typing, right? <laughs> yeah, Justin Weaver teaches typing. typing. <laughs> um, I just finished watching Samus Buffy. Aran. 
Oh, Buffy. It's Buffy the uh, I started it at season seven, the last season, and watched all of season seven with my girlfriend who watched all of it. And I thought it had some neat things, but I still think he's a way better movie director than he is a TV guy. Huh. Good word. Which is funny, because he's made, like, what, two movies? Three? Uh, two? Cabin in the Woods and The Avengers are, like, his main two of his... And, and he, he wrote Cabin in the Woods, but he didn't direct it, right? Yes. Yeah. He, no, he didn't. He very specifically did not. And I guess he directed that Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, yeah that thing. That he, he directed nothing. the like, Buffy movie like 20 years ago that predates the show that people don't like to talk about. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Buffy was that. a movie. And I think it was like a weird situation where he wanted it to be a show, but like could only get money for a movie. I don't remember. I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that, that's the, that the thing I read that. That Joss Whedon made a lot of money selling spec scripts before he became, like, a showrunner type. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Because I think, like... I think the point being is that I don't watch television. I'm not I'm not looking for a live TV experience. I'm more into isolating that. I watch TV when I want to watch TV, and I'll play games when I want to play games. What's the last show you watched, like, through completion? Aside from Breaking Bad. Well, but the thing is, I Netflix almost all of Breaking Bad, and the only episodes I watched on television were the last three. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, and I didn't even watch those on television, really. Yeah. But I watched those. Do you guys have cable? No. no. I mean, there's technically cable in this box, but even if it is there, everything I know where to get everything I want to watch. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I watch, what do I want? I mean, and on, you know, at the end of the day, like, I only watch, like, Maybe ten shows tops, yeah. between you know Daily Show and Colbert, Adventure Time and Steven Universe, Bob's yep. Burgers, Archer, like not that much. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Archer, oh Arthur, the uh, did, but I did. But I also said, but I also said Magic School Bus. So okay, <laughs> jokes. Did you stop watching Arthur? I did. I was. I realized that at 19 years old, I was probably too old for the material. Well, after they killed off DW, it was like, well, there aren't any characters left who I even like on this show. They had that weird crossover with Franklin. Like, it became a turf war. Yeah. It was really fucked up. Franklin. Is that racist? Are you saying all black people are turtles? Is that what you're what? saying, Ben? <laughs> oh, no, you caught me. I'm a turtle. Racist. I want you to tell me what you're saying. I want you to... T- I was saying there was a fictional gang war between two fictional children's TV shows, is what I was I saying. I know. Arthur was more like a preteen show. Franklin was <laughs> a uh, uh, Yeah, sure. That's maybe for you. <laughs> Arthur really went after the uh, 15 to 18 demographic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But more like 11 to 12. The only thing I remember really from Arthur ch- is when he entered the spelling bee and looked at the first word in the dictionary was aardvark and just saying that over and over. It was just A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. Oh, it's the only word song. he knew how to spell. Wow, I knew so many songs off that show, though. The library card one, that was pretty good. Having fun isn't hard. You've got a library card, just the Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde song. That shit's pretty good. There's some good jams in that oh. show. I liked the episode of Arthur where uh, Scarecrow broke out of jail, and the end of the episode, Scarecrow's back in Arkham Asylum, and Franklin comes to visit him, and then the Scarecrow gets a taste of his own laughing gas, and Franklin, he's, he's, Scarecrow sees Franklin, but he's got the scary scare gas, and oh, Franklin looks like a giant mean turtle! Oh, 
so savage. It was very savage. It was also directed by Fred Savage. <laughs> Joss Whedon wrote it, and Fred Savage directed yep. it. Wait, who wrote it? Did you say Nick Johnson? Yeah, <sighs> Mavis Beacon wrote it. Um... <laughs> well, no wonder, because after that episode, I could type B A T M E N. I don't think it was Mavis Beacon teaches spelling. You're a very slow typer, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> well, what can I say? Typing's like golf. The lower your score, the better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the lower your words per minute, the better. Jokes. I, just, I had the opportunity this past week to try both Yummy Mummy and Boo uh, Berry uh, Crunch cereal. What's it? Wait, no, it's Yummy Mummy and Boo... No. Blueberry. Boo Berry. Boo Berry. Wait, I have not had Fruit Brew. You're right. Fruit Brew. Wait, no, wait. Is Boo Berry, is Boo Berry like, blueberry Brew. flavored? Yes. Okay, well then I have Fruit Brew. Is that the orange water. cream one? The orange cream one is Yummy Mummy. Yeah. That shit does not taste like orange cream. That tastes like no. trick cereal. Yeah, it's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it a lot, but it's because it tastes like sugar sugar cereal. Garbage. I've never liked sugar cereals. What? What are you eating? Well, I'm Cheerios. As a kid, I loved Cheerios. I yeah, love Cheerios. So, I love certain certain kind of sugary cereals. Like Life has a little bit of sugar in yeah. it. Um, I like. I mean, cinnamon toast crunch is like that is, that's straightforward. That is like you know what you're getting. Yeah, but I just like, didn't like pebbles. I, I didn't like fruity pebbles, tricks like Cookie Crisp. Hmm. I cookie have Crisp was crisp always like once in a fake. blue moon. Interesting. What about hey? Why do you think? Those apple jacks taste like apple, huh? Why do you think? Why do they call them apple jacks, you piece of shit? A controversial ad campaign. Do you like cinnamon The dark ad campaign. Uh, where it was like... Yeah. yeah. They have cinnamon checks at my work, which I've never seen before. Weird. It's good. It tastes like cinnamon toast. Man, I fucked around and bought some Muddy Buddies, like, from a bag. What is like, that? Like, checks mix. Like... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Puppy chow, whatever you want to call it. The It's like chips with powdered sugar. Yeah. Whoa, you had Cat puppy chow chips. cereal? It was like store brand, officially licensed checks, uh, like that chocolate peanut butter powdered sugar thing. And it tasted fake, and it wasn't made with any love. I didn't, I didn't care for it. It was weird. Huh. What, huh. What, how, how are you coping with life without internet, Matt? Is uh, let me tell you, this is not fun. I mean, I mean, I guess I could get my pornography, you know, just on my phone. But like, how am I going to check Twitter on my phone? People don't do that. That's no, not a thing. Not the ideal way to consume it. Are you playing your PlayStation Four? That you pro- you have a PlayStation Four, I bet. Yep, I bought it. I bought uh, a coworker had an extra one come in, so uh, I just bought off of him. Uh, so that was cool. And then can I, I got a bunch of the games at work, so... Can I tell a quick internet-related story um, before we move yeah, on to absolutely. the PS4? Uh, so at 12.01 on Wednesday, our internet went out. Mm. And we're like, what the heck? So we don't pay the internet bill. That's part of our, our rent that we pay to our landlord. We don't pay the internet. We probably should. It's probably going to become an issue. Well, that's where it gets funny. I guess is a word oh, to describe okay. it. Um, 
so our our internet our landlord doesn't speak very good English. Um, so we we called him and asked him what was wrong with the internet, and he said, "Hold on, I'll give you the." He came over to our house and gave us the phone number of a man named Arturo, and he said, "Arturo will fix the internet." And so we were like, okay. And in the meantime, we called Comcast and they said, that house hasn't had internet service in over a year. What are you talking about? Okay. So we immediately hung up the what? phone. <laughs> are you guys sure you're not all dead? Because I read a Goosebumps story like that. <laughs> this is the big reveal. Is That's I've been pretty, a ghost be the whole podcast. It'd be pretty funny you were dead the whole podcast. <laughs> um, also, you guys are filled with monster blood. Also, spoilers. <laughs> we called Arturo... And he asked what our address was, and we told him, he's like, there's nothing I can do for you. And then we called our landlord again, and he called Arturo, and then a man in a Tom Crass truck showed up. He was covered in some, like, prison tattoos, and he was a very scary man, and he said, I have to replace your modem. And so he went in and replaced our modem with a bunch of weird boxes and things, and said, now your internet's going to be good, and left, and our internet was good. What the fuck? That's crazy! That's crazy. How did you not tell everyone this on Twitter? Because I'm scared that Comcast will come after us. I don't know. I'd be more scared of Arturo. Yeah, I'm a little... It's like 50-50, Comcast and Arturo. Trapped between the, the two biggest forces in the Bay Area. <laughs> but, uh, Arturo yeah, so we have, Comcast? Like, we have pirate net, I think. It's been crazy. Someone it's like, just like that Simpsons, except you're... The Simpsons. And Arturo is the, the joke. Arturo is also The Simpsons. Yeah, you're both in The Simpsons. And the podcast is Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh. So they say her, and then you say Homer the dog. You know, that's like his classic line. Bart the general. Huh. You guys remember Homer Simpson? <laughs> no. No, I don't. His whole thing was he was bald and uh, he would fall down all the time. <laughs> his core character traits. Yeah. His baldness and his lack of being upright. Yeah, his balance problems. <laughs> he had a really low center of gravity. Saturday Night Live did that. They called that character Gerald Ford. Is that Good. real? Yeah, well, that the joke is that when they portrayed President Gerald Ford on Saturday Night Live, he was very clumsy. Now, because of the one very public instance of Gerald Ford falling down while stepping off of an airplane. He was basically the Rob Ford of his day, except he only did it once. And instead of crack, it was falling, falling. down. I feel like this president, you just can't get away with anything. I'm like constantly falling down and choking on pretzels and... <laughs> shooting people in the woods and throwing shoes. Yeah, that's my fucking life. Like I, they just don't cut him any slack. I fell. I was stepping onto a boat once. I fell in the San Francisco Bay. Oh yeah, yeah really? It was very cold. I would one time I fell on a horse. On or off? Yes. One time I ate a horse. Did I tell you guys about when I ate raw horse? No. No. I, when I was in Tokyo, Japan, I had some horse meat sh- sashimi. It was oh, horse. Tokyo, Japan, not Tokyo, Ontario. No, not Toki Toki Terio. <laughs> which is a uh, Toki Terry Two is on sale during the Steam sale. You should pick it up. You got a cute little bird. Right I have around. a twenty five percent off coupon for it. My <laughs> neighbor Toki Toro. 
It was it was tasted uh, not very much. It was just a horse. <laughs> this is like the way it feels when you look in a horse's eyes. <laughs> oh, sadness. Oh, like okay. I just died in your horse's eyes tonight. <laughs> Must have been, been something some, I and a horse verb. Like when you I can feel it. <laughs> I don't know. Must have been something you neighed. Uh, that's how you make a joke. <laughs> I can feel it horsing in the air tonight. Jokes. Welcome to joke school. We'll be your professors. Yeah, let's Dr. all the joke Comedy. together. All right. Dr. We're Comedy. your comedologists. All right, Kessel, you come up with a, a place. Nick, you come up with a person. Horse. I'll come up with a thing. It's a horse. Uh, the Shit. the place is horse collar. I'll change it. Okay. Go. Person. The I'm place is... Okay, the place is... Horse College. Right. <laughs> okay. And the person is... I'm going to go with... Uh, keep it topical and timely. It's always good to do that. So I'm going to go with Gerald Ford. <laughs> All right, Toronto's thing, own Gerald Ford. The thing is going to be a, a flight of horse stairs. Um, You're going to have to be a lot more specific. <laughs> it, a staircase built for a horse to ascend? Or a staircase built from a horse's sinews and bones? <laughs> yes. Or are yeah. we talking about... Just a, a a pride of horses staring at you, looking into your soul. Angry, Is it called a pride? Eventual. I don't know. Fuck I you. I like the idea of a horse going up a stair made of horse parts. It's too much. It's like a like a horse eating a horse. Like, it's like an equine centipede. I don't. I don't care. For you mean it. an equinoboros? Yes. Uh, let's yes, start over. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Pick a new place. Matt. Okay. Okay. Uh, the place now is a, uh, a public horse park. <laughs> All right. I'm going to select, um, I'm going to go with uh, Ronald McDonald, the clown from McDonald's. And okay, not the real man? No, just the, the one from Toronto. Okay, I'm going to go with a, a case of McDonald's hamburger meat and a case of horse meat that's next to it, and neither are marked, and they look identical. All right. Okay, so here's how you start the joke. you got to start with okay. the person. So Ronald uh, rolls up. He, it, first of all, it, it says screen pops up. You see a McDonald's from the outside. And the Are we text, looking on a computer? Yeah, no. The screen pops up. <laughs> the text says Toronto, 1980. Uh, Ronald is not a clown yet. He's just a regular McDonald's worker, and uh, he walks into the. It's now, in a class, horse, what's in a horse key park about also. Nick's joke? What's key about Nick's joke right now is the sort of wild comedic flailing he's doing that's 100% humor. That is, the maximum possible humor that can be contained in a joke. So, mm-hmm. remember, flailing isn't failing. Yep, I'm, right. it's called flailing upward. Um, so, basically, he's in there. He's making his at the McDonald's at the fucking horse park or whatever. And he's got the two different meats. And he messed his thing. I don't and know what so now Nick is going to have to do something really smart here. He's set up the premise for the joke. And now what he has to do is he has to take all the things you know and add a th- new element that you mm-hmm. don't or aren't expecting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that um, uh, the purple guy, Grim- Grimer. Grim- Grimer. Grimer. The purple guy from Pokemon, Grimer, is there. Um, and now see what what I really like what Nick's doing with this one. He introduces an ancillary character with no relation to any of the context. He's trusting <laughs> you, the listener, to pick up on the reference, aka we call that we call that a little bit of the FGC Family Guy comedy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 
the I'm FGC. I'm so sick and tired of all this sexism in the FGC. <laughs> Fucking, it's so yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, Okay, here we go. So he's gonna close out okay. the deal. Well, he turns turns out Grimer is actually the fucking purple McDonald's guy. Is what oh, okay. Gremlin. Uh huh. Gremlin. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, Ma Ronald grabs the regular meat. He cooks the hamburgers well, and he gets promoted to head clown. That's the end of the joke. Jokes. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Nick. Wait. Now, now let's. Uh, Let's pass that around to the class. Class, let's give Nick some feedback on his joke. Like, All first right. off, what you? Let's start with what you liked about the joke. Uh, yeah, I'd love okay. to hear yes, that. you, 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 the tallest man in the world in the back. You there? Um, I liked the part where he ta- he used all three of the things that were assigned to him. Yep, hundred percent. The minimum requirement. Yep, that is a hundred. That is what jokes are made of. Doing the bare minimum. Another way to look at that is that like you right. did a hundred percent. I get a hundred. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't joke. Yeah, that's right. Wayne Gretzky at every joke. Matt, so how would you? Long. How would you improve that that particular routine? That bit? instead. So I think what what we call for is not reinvention, just substitution. So instead of Grimer, who is a Pokemon from Japan, as opposed. No, no, no! You're thinking of Greblin. Greg Lynn. That's right, Greg Lynn. Um, goblin nerd. Okay, Matt, I want to hear your version of that. Yeah, joke. revise it. Okay, so here it is. Ronald McDonald sat on a corner eating some burgers and fries. Yeah. Suddenly, a Grimer sits down beside her, and Ronald. Uh, uh, drives away. Bye. <laughs> drives away. Bye. It rhymes. You did, you did it. Nailed it. Uh, one problem. <laughs> you changed Ronald McDonald's gender in the middle of or, that joke. Or you were fucking being presumptuous about what Ronald's gender was. <laughs> well, he said... Don't be an asshole. Oh, fuck. This yeah. is America, man. Um, well, I was just confused because Nick's joke, he was a he. I wasn't expecting you to gender bend McDonald, man. I'm I'm always about that. Can I tell my version of that joke? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Ronald's at a horse park, and he's got the meats. And um, uh, Grover comes up, and he says, "One hamburger, please. <coughs> I can't eat horse. I'm allergic to it." And Ronald says, "Then why are you in a horse park?" That's the end. It's Grover from the. From the Muppets? Yes. Alright. The purple guy from the Muppets. Oh. He's sort of shaped like a mountain. <laughs> he loves milkshakes. Real quick, what's the name of that purple guy from McDonald's? Grim, Grimlin. Grimace. Grimace. Grimace the Goblin. He's not a goblin. No, it's Grimace the Goblin is his full name. His Christian name. Alright, Matt. Do you want to give us a scene? Okay. Okay, so you will be uh, deposed Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, and I will be Tennessee Mechanic Ford Rob. Okay. And I will and be... And we are going to meet each other at the bottom of the ocean. Alright. And you'll jump in whenever you feel okay. right, and with, uh, with whatever character feels right. Alright, it's me, Toronto Mayor 
Rob Ford, um, I love to do crack cocaine. It's pretty much the whole joke with me. What's up with you? <laughs> I can't hear you because I'm being crushed by the pressure of being under the ocean. Also, I'm being crushed to death by pressure. Mm. That's weird because I'm not. How do you... How, how do you explain? Uh, yes, yes, and you, you've got crack coming out of your ears. Oh. Jeez, that's a bunch of crack. I was going to probably still grab it and smoke it later because I'm, I'm constantly a Robert Ford. I did drugs and I, get, I love to fall down. And I love to cuss. Hey, no cussing in my ocean. Uh-oh, it's me, king that? of the ocean. Faber Ford. It's Faber Ford. Which, um, who am I? I'm lo- king of the ocean. My ocean rules are number one, no cussing. Yeah. Number two, no Kraken. Uh-oh. Except the Kraken. Uh, hey, hey! That's, there we go. Now there's a colonel. That's what we want. That's Colonel Sanders. And Ronald McDonald is here, too. We're here to joke about fast food and Robert Ford. Ford times at Fast Food High. Welcome to our podcast. I'm going to take a little aside to the, to the listener here. Nick has fully lied down and draped a robe over himself like a blanket. It's important to be comfortable when you're making jokes. It's important to That's be asleep, right. asleep while you're making jokes. <laughs> That's well, right. as we know, sometimes the best jokes are when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. As famous uh, uh, video yeah, proved of me yes, being famous asleep. Video. Famous internet. If you're not if you're not asleep at the wheel, how are you ever gonna crash? So speaking of jokes. Yeah. The Xbox One came out on Friday. <coughs> Boom. Sony Slam. Krakow. Hashtag Sony Ow. Slam. When you tweet about this podcast, make sure to include the hashtag Sony Slam. For a free coupon for one large Sony Slam <laughs> at your nearest That's Sony. Right. Sony Slam. S H O N I E S L A M M M. That's the hashtag you yeah. need to remember. And we'll select one random winner. If you like, rate, and subscribe us, you can get a guest spot on our podcast. And remember to download our podcast and upload it to Vimeo. Put it on iTunes and then take it right off. Does <laughs> uh, post it on Newgrounds, but label it as pornography. Then make when a, people say it's not pornography, run away. Make a YouTube flash compilation of your favorite moments. Take a make a screen cap and put it on Tumblr and put that yellow text over it. Yeah, do Turn that. it into a WAV file and hide it in your cookies. No, not your web cookies, your actual cookies. Oh, cookie! I heard you wrong. Um, what did you think I said? You racist? Um, no, that's been, uh, hey, buddy, are you racist? You have to tell me if you're a racist. Is that enough podcast? Jokes. Is there what? enough? Yeah, I think it's more than enough for the postmortem on this podcast, talking about what went wrong with this podcast. All right, here we go. Let's postmortem on. Uh, Looking back on Tom Burglars. I think there were some technology issues and some culture clash that contributed to the preceding episode of Pod Burglars. Like, it certainly didn't help that we had to sort of fake this solution to us being separately. And also, there was the culture clash of none of us are telling jokes, which Mm -hmm. can't help. Yeah, I think the, the main culture clashing is the inability of jokes. 
I think one of I think we were we our project goals were too high and we could never realistically achieve them. I think we had look to make at a this lot of poster I made that says the project goals were too damn high. <laughs> I've spent the last of our money printing this out. It's a forty-eight by forty-eight foot poster. Yeah, perfect. You square. can see it from space. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really Neil's dive gardener can see it. The guy who loves to dive from space. Oh, Neil. Dive gardener. Neil. Blue camp. <laughs> Neil, Neil what's the astronaut? Astronaut. Man. Neil Eisen. Eisen. No. Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Armstrong. You mean Neil Armstrong? The game bad thing after no, him. No, I'm Neil. What's the, what's the guy who loves space's name? Neil Hamburger. <laughs> uh, Neil deGrasse. Chicken. Yes! Neil deGrasse Tyson's Chicken. Neil deGrasse Armstrong. Neil de your ass is grass. Is, if your name is Neil, do you have to love space? Neil Gaiman, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil Armstrong, Neil from, Patrick Harris. Yeah, he loves space. Neil what? Kneel down before your benevolent Lord and Savior. That's a space joke. You got Neil. You got Neil Diamond, science guy. Neil Diamond. Hey, speaking of Neils, uh. Did you guys buy any of the consoles? No. no. Thanks for listening to Pod Burglars. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>